0: What's up everyone and welcome back to another edition of Riding the Pine. Jack are back with you all today and we've got another awesome episode in store for everyone at home. But before I get into all of that, as always, let's take a little dive into the last episode. I jumped right into a recap of the NFL Draft and shared which teams I was most impressed with during the draft and I also shared a little update into the NBA playoffs before being joined by not just one but two great guests from the Fairfield baseball team, current Fairfield baseball players Matt Zafino and Mike Caruso. We discussed their careers at Fairfield and how the season has been going why they decided to continue their careers at Fairfield and so much more so if you want to check out that episode go check out episode 214 and all 214 episodes that are out now on all podcast platforms. Now getting into today I want to dive into a topic that's kind of been circulating around the sports world and in particular the college sports world which is the transfer portal and I want to share my thoughts and my take on the transfer portal and whether or not I could see this becoming a good or bad thing in college sports and also just what the transfer portal is exactly and today folks we unfortunately do not have a guest coming on the show but do not worry because next week's shows are going to be jam-packed with some awesome awesome guests we're going to have some awesome conversations and we're going to dive into to some really great topics so don't you worry but like i said we've got a really good show ahead of us so make sure you buckle yourself in because it's going to be a wild ride here on rtp so with that folks let's make our way into our show for today so as always be sure to find your favorite seat here on the bench with me sit back relax and enjoy the show And welcome back, everybody, here to The Bench on RTP. As always, really appreciate everybody joining me today, wherever you might be, whenever you might be listening to this episode. I'm actually recording this episode on Wednesday, May 4th, so for those of you that are big Star Wars fans, may the 4th be with you. But anyways, we've got a really, really, really big show today, a lot to discuss. I want to get into this whole topic about the transfer portal, what exactly that is, what exactly it means. And my overall thought of it and whether or not I think it could be a good or bad thing and really what some other regulations might need to be implemented into it to make sure that there are no coaches or players or anybody in between taking advantage of somewhat of the loose rules that currently exist with the transfer portal. So diving into the nitty gritty, getting into the ins and outs of this, basically what the transfer portal is and is essentially it's something that started in twenty eighteen And really, it allows for college athletes to have a much larger say in where they want to go and play their respective sport next. It gives them a little bit more of power as to whether or not they want to transfer and where they can transfer to. Before the transfer portal, essentially, student athletes would have to request for permission to transfer, and sometimes it was denied, sometimes schools would deny uh, student athletes financial aid, whatever it might be, or sometimes student athletes would just be told, no, they cannot transfer. So the transfer portal pretty much has come into place. So that does not happen. Basically what happens is when a student athlete wants to transfer, all they do is they get in touch with somebody in the athletic department, usually the compliance administrator, and then they have 48 hours to get the form back to the student athlete. The student athlete then has to return it back to them, so on and so forth. But also another aspect of the transfer portal is before it existed, Other college coaches were not able to get in contact with student-athletes. They weren't able to express their interest in them. And as a result, again, that kind of backlogged and slowed down the process for a lot of student-athletes being able to transfer. And also, as we all know, athletes would have to sit out for a whole year and would lose them some eligibility. However with the transfer portal again, now college coaches can immediately start getting in contact with student athletes right when they get into the transfer portal. So once that form is filled out and it's accepted and it's a okayed by whomever it needs to be, whether it's the compliance administrator or the NCAA or the school, whomever it might be, college coaches are allowed to immediately start getting in contact with student athletes. So then again, it gives the student athlete a little bit more, leeway a little bit more leverage a little bit more power as to where they can go next and where they can continue their careers and also if they transfer within the same conference they don't have to sit out a year they can immediately play so that's also another intriguing aspect of it and the NCAA also in 2021 allowed a one-time transfer rule for everybody pretty much a one lifetime transfer rule where if you transfer one time you do not have to sit out now if you were to transfer again after using that you would easily have to sit out and also if you do not let the compliance administrator know by the deadline of when you need to know or when they need to know for if you're going to be entering your name into the transfer portal then that would also force the student athlete to have to sit out the next year as well so Pretty much, it takes away the idea of student-athletes not being able to have a say as to where they want to transfer to next. It takes away the idea of student-athletes not having to sit out for a year after transferring. And the college coaches are able to pretty much have a pick of whomever they would like to have a pick of in the transfer portal and pretty much recruit within that. So that's kind of the ins and outs, the bare essence, in the most simplistic way. I hope I explained that in the most simplistic way as I possibly could, but the most simple way of articulating what the transfer portal is. Now, what do I think of it? Well, this is where I bring in my two cents. Take it for what it's worth. I think the transfer portal is a great thing. I think it is a very beneficial thing. However... I do think that there are a lot of holes in it. There are a lot of issues that are going to need to be figured out eventually because I can easily see this now. Somebody, whether it's a coach or a player or whomever, starts to take advantage of the very loose parameters of the transfer portal. There's no limit as to how many athletes you can have on a roster from the transfer portal. There's no deadline in which college coaches are not allowed to communicate with those student-athletes that are in the transfer portal. So the regulations are pretty bare. I mean, there's really no major, major regulations. In a sense, if you get everything turned in in time as a student-athlete and you meet the deadline and you communicate with the compliance administrator on what you're doing, there's no problem. There's literally no problem. But again, it's having an effect in college sports and it's not only having an effect in college sports, but also in high school sports. Because, and, and I'm going to kind of take it piece by piece, but essentially, there's a lot of things that people are worried about. And starting with the high school students and the high school student-athletes, the issue right now is that college athletes are already more experienced. They've already been playing collegiate sports. So when a college athlete enters into the transfer portal, a college coach is going to be more inclined to look at that already seasoned college player than an unproven high school player that he or she is recruiting. So again, it almost backlogs or slows down the progression of student-athletes at the high school level being able to move up into the collegiate level because, again, college coaches do not want to have to take the time to develop those high school players. You just go out you grab two or three players from the transfer portal, and then you've pretty much solved your recruiting for the entire summer. You don't have to go and travel. You don't have to go and watch a bunch of AAU games in very hot gyms. You don't have to do any of that. All you have to do is pretty much look at a long list of people in a portal, get in contact with them. All of their information is all in the portal, so it's very easy for college coaches to get in contact with them. But again, it's limiting high school athletes. Now, high school athletes are not getting the recruitment or the attention that they deserve. And at times, there are some high school athletes that are way better than some of these college players that are being taken out of the transfer portal. But because they have that experience at the college level, they're going to be seen a little bit higher in the rankings, if you will, in a college coach's eyes as opposed to a high school student athlete. So that's number one. It's affecting high school sports. That's my one of the big problems that I have with it. Again, I like the transfer portal. I do think that there are some things about it that need to change because you can't tell me that avoiding recruiting high school players is going to solve the issue, or become beneficial 10 or 15 years down the road. If anything, it's going to deter kids from wanting to go out and play sports. It's going to deter people from wanting to pursue things in those athletic endeavors because they know that, hey, I can be a really good player, but by my senior year, there's going to be five other people in the transfer portal that are ahead of me, and I just am not able to get those looks or those recruiting offers that I would like. So it again, it stunts high school student-athletes' ability to progress into college athletics. So I have a problem with it there. I also have a problem with the fact that there is no limitation or regulation as to how many players a coach can have on a roster from the transfer portal. And again, it goes back to the whole recruiting of high school student athletes. You can have a whole entire team of transfer portal players, essentially. And that's a problem in my opinion. Because again... Schools won't have to worry about going out and recruiting. They won't have to worry about traveling all over the place and sending coaches here and there. They can just go out and get an entire roster full of transfer portal players. I don't really like that. I think there needs to be a limit. I think there needs to be some sort of regulation or some sort of benchmark as to what is the max amount of transfer portal players that you have on a roster. Personally, for me, I would put it at maybe four maybe five at the max, but I think that's a very fair number. Four or five at the max would be very ideal in terms of the amount or the maximum amount of transfer portal athletes you could have on a roster. And the other thing about it that I'm not a huge fan of is, and again, this is just my personal take, but I feel like it gives student athletes a wrong idea or a misinterpretation of how to go about adversity and things that are obstacles in your life what i mean by that is this let's say you get a player who is constantly unhappy with where they are playing they constantly can't seem to fit in to the system that they're playing in whatever it might be the team the dynamic of the team whatever and this player just constantly enters their name into the transfer portal over and over and over again I don't think that should be allowed. You can't just have a player abuse that privilege of the transfer portal and pretty much just whenever they're unhappy, they're going to just go somewhere else. Because it also gives other college coaches that idea of, well, they weren't happy at their previous school. What makes me think that they're going to be happy if they were to come and play here? So that also kind of throws a little bit of a wrinkle into things. I don't have a problem with the transfer portal at all. I really don't outside of the fact that I think it's limiting high school student-athletes' abilities to be recruited, and it's allowing coaches to pretty much have an inadvertent draft of college athletes. That's basically what it is. I had a guest on my show not too long ago, actually. Vin Baker Jr., great guy, plays at University of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He actually was in the transfer portal himself. He went from Boston College to, to University of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I asked him, I said, what was... Your experience, like in the transfer portal, what was that like? How did that kind of all unfold? And he pretty much said it to me in the most simplistic and most layman's of terms that you can express it. He said, It's basically like the draft. It's like you put your name into a big lottery, a big list, and college coaches just start calling you. He said, My phone was going off left and right. Right when I put my name in, coaches were giving me a call, texting, so on and so forth. I mean, it's insane. It's truly, truly insane. It's literally like having college athlete free agency or college athlete drafting or whatever it might be. And again, I think that that could eventually, in turn, lead to issues down the road, whether it's a coach taking full advantage of it and having an entire team full of transfer portal players or somebody fake their documentation or somebody did not fully put through their transfer portal uh, papers and the university was covering it up and they illegally transferred basically. I mean, there are a lot of things that can go wrong with this, especially with their, their lack of rules and their lack of regulations surrounding this. It can breed an entire new list of problems. And I will continue to go back to the whole high school student athlete thing because that has a massive ripple effect. Like I said, student athletes in the high school level start realizing that they're not going to get recruited. So then numbers of student athletes wanting to go out and play sports starts to minimize. So then high school sports start to minimize. And all of a sudden that has a massive effect on adolescent teens and high school students and everything else. They're Just overall development of life. I mean, I think it's an important thing for children, kids, teenagers, even young adults, and so on and so forth to have some sort of aspect of sports in their life because it's a way to get away from things. It's an escape, essentially, right? And if student-athletes who want to pursue it in college and even into the pros realize that it's going to be that much more challenging because there's this portal thing in their way and they can't get around it, it's going to deter them from wanting to go out for the high school track team or the high school lacrosse team. So then again, it will have a massive effect throughout the entire country. I mean, I have seen many and I mean many student athletes already entering their name into the transfer portal immediately after the season is over. There's constantly over a thousand players in it. I I genuinely believe that there needs to be some sort of rules or regulations. And it's very similar to the whole name, image, and likeness, right? The NIL deals, there's not a whole lot of regulation around that. So when there's not a whole lot of regulation around some of these things, then it allows for people to take advantage of that. And I've even had some people on the show that have discussed the whole NIL thing, and they've even said, we want to know more. We would like to have more Education on it. We would like to have some more parameters, some more rules, so on and so forth, because I think there's this overall thinking of, yeah, there is going to be something that comes down the road that's going to blow this whole thing up and it's going to ruin it for the rest of everybody else because somebody took advantage of a transfer portal rule or somebody took advantage of an NIL rule or something that was made very vague or whatever. So I think that eventually there needs to be some sort of limitation on how many transfer portal players a team can have, how many maybe even transfer portal individuals are in the portal at once. You know, I mean, if if you think about it, it sounds like these athletes that are going in the portal are able to get out of the portal and find another school to go and play at. So why have this massive pool of players and instead maybe limit the amount each and every single time? So almost make like a waiting list. And let's say that the limit is 500. Well, then the next person that is out of there and then that becomes 499 people in the portal, then the next person in the waiting list gets bumped up and now it's an even 500 again. Something like that to make it not such a scramble free-for-all and then you've got some teams that have like five players on their roster going into the summertime. I mean, I can only imagine what summer workouts could look like for some of these schools that have a quarter of their roster going into the transfer portal and not participating in team activities. I mean, it's got to make things very challenging for some of these teams that are trying to conduct off-season workouts, but they can't get the whole group together because there's five guys that want to transfer, four guys are in the portal, two guys have their paperwork being processed right now, so on and so forth. It just, again, kind of recharges this idea of uncertainty and reignites this wondering of, are we going to have a team? Are we going to be able to formulate an entire roster full of players? So again, I like it. It's very beneficial. There's a lot of players that have benefited from it. And I think it's a great way for student athletes to have much more say in power, which they should absolutely have in their careers and where they go off and play. All I'm saying is, if you don't put limitations on this, there is going to be a player or there is going to be a coach that gets real creative and does something that should not be allowed, right? Look at electronic sign stealing in baseball. Sign stealing's always been a, par- a part of baseball, but somebody, the Houston Astros decide to take it a little bit further than they should have. And they broke open the envelope and the floodgates bursted open and you can't close Pandora's box after that. So all I'm saying is before it goes haywire, and it gets out of control, and there's too many problems, and then the NCAA is left picking up the pieces, put in some regulations, put in some limitations, don't come down and regulate everything, but set some ceilings, and some benchmarks, and some places where teams and coaches and players all know, okay, we can't go past this point. Because if you allow people to go past that point, things will be taken advantage of. So... That's my two cents on that. That's my rant for the day on Transfer Portal. But again, I think it's a great thing. And I'm going to have some guests coming on down the road who have gone through the Transfer Portal. And I will be asking them their experience, what it was like for them, and if they would suggest that to others. And also, whether or not they think they should have or that the transfer portal should have regulations to it as time goes on but folks that's going to do it for us here today on rtp as always really appreciate everybody joining me today and checking out today's episode like i said no guest today but do not worry because next week we're going to be back and better than ever with some awesome guest interviews and some great conversations so always 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 keep your eyes and ears open for all of the latest content coming from rtp but with that folks Thanks so much for joining us today on RTP. Keep following on all social medias, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, and also keep checking out and downloading all 215 episodes. Make sure you're downloading the episodes as well. Really helps out the show, really helps out the growth of the show as well. So always very important for everybody to do that. But as always, everyone, thanks so much for joining me today on RTP. And until next time on Riding the Pine, keep on sitting the bench with me.